What's up everyone? It's me AJ and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour and it's time for the ultimate breakdown. Welcome back everyone to the ultimate breakdown. I'm going to start with New Jersey this week. Um, so it turns out that there's a lot more drama behind um, Marge's recent revelation about um, Bill's past affair. So last week's episode, or just this week's episode, um, Margaret and Jennifer sit down to discuss their issues and Marge essentially tells Jennifer that she's been highly hypocritical towards her um, and that Jennifer can't even see it. Um, They don't want to fight, obviously. I mean, that was like, I think they both agreed on that. But um, she said that she had felt very overwhelmed by all the drama. Um, And Jennifer admitted that she never brought up Bill's affair because she didn't want to hear people's opinions. Meanwhile, in the other room, Jackie uh, tells Dolores, Melissa, um, and Tracy that she feels very badly for Jennifer, which is why, despite their issue, she's trying to be a good friend to her. Um, a bombshell is then dropped when Marge reveals that Jennifer did something major to Jackie. According to Marge, Jennifer went around digging into rumors about Evan's alleged affair. Um, Jennifer even asked Frank Catania and others in the you know community for pictures of Eleven. Uh, pictures of Evan's alleged side chick um she confessed to calling Serena as who she said in the episode and says that she only did it because she was being nosy um obviously Jackie overhears all this is not happy she makes it clear that she doesn't want Evan's name brought up again after everything he had to go through last year with the cheating rumors um definitely an intense scene I will say this I feel like Marge is coming off a little too strong um, what I'm seeing on Instagram is that it's really 50-50, like half people are on Jennifer's side, half people are on Marge's side. I am kind of in the same boat. I see both sides. I really do. Um, I will have to say though, I don't think that it's hypocritical of Jennifer to be exposing, you know, Marge's cheating. I mean, Marge came on the show openly admitting that she had an affair and that was how she met Joe. Um, but Jennifer was the victim of cheating, so it's not like she cheated. That would be hypocritical. So I don't really understand that part. I don't understand the hypocrisy in it. Um, I know that she doesn't want other people to talk about it because, and that part I do understand. I did think it was a little, um, disappointing for Marge to, uh, spill this rumor when Jennifer hasn't really talked to her kids about it. I mean, it's, it is kind of a, you know, it's, it's not really fair, in my opinion, for Jennifer, only because she allows her family to be on the show. Marge doesn't. So she opens up them to that type of, you know, world. And I just think it's not really fair. Um, so if you did ask me to pick a side, I'd probably be dead in the middle because I definitely do understand both sides. I just, um, I, I don't know. It's hard to pick a side in this situation. So as I said, during this week's episode of New Jersey, Jennifer did claim that Frank knew the girl that Evan allegedly had an affair with last year and that he knew what she looked like. Um, Basically, it started by saying, uh, I think Marge said, like, you called Frank looking for pictures, called people in Tenafly. Um, And then Jennifer admitted that she was being nosy. She said, Frank went out to dinner with Bill and he brought it up to my husband. I didn't bring that up. She also elaborated by saying, Frank told my husband he knew the girl and that he knew what she looked like. I already had Frank on the phone about a shore property. I thought, why not be a little nosy and say, you heard something, what did you hear? After this aired, uh, Frank took to Instagram to clear his name. He denied Jennifer's allegations and insists he never believed Evan was unfaithful to Jackie. Um, His post was a picture of the episode and 
basically he said just to clarify i was and still of the absolute position that evan never cheated on jackie so there is no possibility that i knew of any woman or said anything of such to anyone now i'm you know sure you can imagine jennifer clapped back and shut down his claims completely um she (laughs) she basically reposted what he posted and said i want you all to think about this how would i think to ask frank these things if it didn't come from him first Oh, by the way, he admits it in the after show. Hashtag, you can't take it. Um, you can't take it how one's... Oh, <laughs> you can't take it how honest I am. She she forgot a little letter in there. Uh, vindication coming soon. I don't believe the rumor or Frank, just to clarify. Um, a lot of people are saying that they believe Jennifer, but then there is a small percentage of people saying that they believe in Frank, was what I've noticed. Um... I will say that, uh, well, Frank also said in the after show that I said that Jackie is even more beautiful than the girl. Um, So obviously he, you know, did admit to it and he alluded to that. I just want to say Frank is not completely um, honest um, only because last year he had said that he hadn't heard anything at the game night about Evan when in reality they talked about it pretty much the whole evening and he said that you don't break guy code. So, um, I mean, he, I don't know. Honestly, what I will say is that I don't think that he's like a 100% trustworthy source. And I don't really see why Jennifer would lie about this situation. I don't really feel like she's a liar. So, um, yeah, that's just my opinion. (laughs) That's actually it for New Jersey. I'm going to move over to New York. Just a few quick things. Um, Carol Radziwell, former New York housewife, um, was on a recent appearance of Behind the Velvet Rope with David Yontef, uh, where she made some uh, few bold claims, but I'm going to share them with you. Uh, she said, I think Bethany acted as a producer, at least what I saw that last season as talent and as a producer. She had access to information about the show that none of the rest of us had access to. She went on to allege that Bethany was a part of a group chat between producers, showrunners, and field producers, where they talked about scenes that were going to be filmed. Um, she said there was the feeling that there, there there was the feeling that it was unequal access to production. There's this thing called like the story chain. It was a group, excuse me, a group text with all the producers, and they would be all the field producers would be texting what was going on in the scene as it was going on. Um, she also said I think Bethany had access to some version of that. It became kind of clear that she had access to it, whether or not directly from producers or just you know there was a lot of people on it. This gave Bethany a leg up on the show, according to Carol. She said she knew what was said in scenes that she wasn't in. We never knew that. Uh, So there was clearly some communication that was happening between her and production that wasn't happening with the rest of us in production. That did make people afraid to say things that they would have normally said because there was a feeling that there was someone who was more protected. Carol also said that she found out about all this when she borrowed one of the producer's phones and she saw a notification from the group chat pop up. She said, I only found out because I borrowed one of the showrunner's phone for something. And then the notification came up and I was like, what is this? And it was like a really long group. And he grabbed it. He's like, that's the story text chain or something. I was like, oh, what? Um, So that's interesting. I'm actually not shocked by that piece of information. information. Um, Bethany, you know, well, you guys know how I feel about Bethany. I don't need to repeat it. Um, It would be interesting to know if she has some sort of producer access only because 
she's one of those New York housewives that has, you know, not only been an OG, but just brought up that show in so many different ways and kind of embodied that show. So, um, I don't know. Um, I do think it could be possible. I think that's interesting piece of information for sure. This isn't from her interview with David. However, um, I recently read Not All Diamonds and Rosé, the inside story of The Real Housewives from the people who lived it, um, where author Dave Quinn did shed some um, interesting light on Carol's relationship with Andy. Um, She claimed that she was never friends with uh, Andy. She said in the book, back in season five, I think they were firing like four of the women and Andy was looking for women to take their place and I knew him. The idea that Andy and I were like BFFs was a manufactured idea in the press and it kind of took on a life of its own. Turns out whatever Carol and Andy's relationship was completely ended after she left um, New York. Upon her exit, she shared on her Instagram, if you were doing something that was forcing you to do things that went against your own value system, would you walk away regardless of the pay? And Andy has shared his feelings since on Carol's exit statement in um, the book saying Carol's post basically implied that she was leaving a really toxic situation. It really rubbed me the wrong way because I really felt like I had changed her life. She's not the person I used to know. As for Carol, she noted that Andy went ballistic. (laughs) So um, (laughs) when Not All Diamonds and Rosé was released, Carol slammed Andy's insinuation that he changed her life. She insisted that Real Housewives changed his life more than it ever changed hers. She said, just another man telling a woman she ought to be more grateful. Housewives changed Andy Cohen's life, not mine. And Bravo built a $100 million franchise on the backs of women. Let's not get it twisted. Eventually, Andy fired back on an episode of Radio Andy saying, well, I mean, she is right in the show and the women completely changed my life. Without the housewives, I would not be where I am, as I've said to anyone who will listen. And I've said it in all of my books. So if she says her life has not changed at all, then her life hasn't changed at all. He added that 99 of 100 housewives would probably say the the show changed their life. It certainly changed my life and I could not be more grateful to the show. The book did have some really interesting information. There was quite a few housewives that did decline to give their, you know, opinion on their time on the show. I really was kind of shocked at how many decided to decline interview for the show only because I feel like, you know, a lot of these women, I mean, that I mean there's a few that I I totally understood, but a lot of these women like they were nobody before this show and I know that you know, I, I don't want to say that they owe all their success to Andy, because um, they don't. It's really the 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 umbrella of housewives. I mean, they owe a lot of their success to that. I mean, if you th- take a look at somebody like Bethany who declined to speak in the book, I mean, the show did change her life. So it was kind of, and she kind of went on the same tangent as Carol did, where you know this woman was or this show was built on the backs of women and it's not even about women supporting women anymore and blah 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 she went on this whole tangent about it um but if you take a look back i mean bethany was living in this you know small apartment that what we consider or what she would consider now to be you know very very small um very she was a very relatable person now it's like she's just on this high horse of i don't know anything to the franchise or whatever and it's kind of disappointing um, that doesn't mean that I don't like her on the show because I do feel like she's brought a lot to the show. But um, it was really disappointing to see how many people um, or housewives declined to be interviewed in the book. Anyways, I do think it's a great read. So if you haven't read it, it's called Not All Diamonds and Rosé. Great book if you're a Housewives fan. 
just learn insight on each franchise and how it came to fruition and where they found the ladies and the ladies takeaways from you know every season of every housewife show ever so it was definitely an interesting read but um yeah it's kind of sad that carol looks at it that way but i mean she's definitely entitled to her opinion so i do have quite a bit of people that always ask me what's going on with new york i um haven't heard much i mean they're all like i said i say this week after week it's all been rumors so far just because it's it's not really clear when the show will return because it's on hiatus I'm assuming it's going to come back in 2023. I've heard that it's not going to be coming back at all this year. Ratings did plummet during season 13, so I think they're doing a lot of different things with it. Andy did speak with Life and Style before confirming, saying, we have a lot of casting happening and we're looking at every option. Uh, He did confirm that no one in the cast is safe, including OGs Ramona, Luann, Sonia, nor newer cast members Leah and Ebony. Rumors are swirling that OG cast members... Jill Zarin um, or OG cast member Jill Zarin might return after participating in season two of the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Um, I've also heard that Dorinda might be coming back. Again, speculation. Some believe the network wants all new faces to try and turn the tide, is what an insider said. It's not an understatement to say that each of the ladies is desperately waiting by her phone. The OGs, as well as the newcomers, are scared of being fired, as they should be, because it would be an incredibly um incredibly large paycheck um missing so um i will let you guys know when i hear more concrete information as always but that's all i have for now moving on over to oc heather dubrow did an interview with stylecaster where she revealed where former co-star or which former co-star she'd like to see back on the show oddly enough heather did say that alexis aka jesus jugs um would be someone that she would be interested in having back she said there was a conversation about alexis maybe coming to something i've seen alexis over the years she's great i'd be happy to see her back heather's response is even odder considering her friend um nicole used to be engaged to alexis's ex-husband jim uh jim bellino nicole dated him right after he split from alexis in july of 2018 at the time jill was uh, jim was spotted with a mystery blonde in vegas Amid his divorce from Alexis, turns out that that blonde was Nicole. Um, eventually, they became engaged. In December of that same year, Nicole was spotted rocking a large yellow pear-shaped diamond engagement ring. With Nicole now believed to be done with Orange County for good, perhaps that opened some doors for Alexis to return. It would be really fun to have them both on the show so that they can talk about all that drama. As for Alexis, she's moved on with her fiancé, Andy Bond. Uh, and the two just celebrated their three-year anniversary in January. Um, okay, let's talk about this because Orange County ratings have been kind of low. They've hit a season low this week, actually. Um, we started off strong with season 16, but we're kind of declining in ratings, which is not a good sign and not normal. Last time we saw a decline in ratings was for Miami, where um, the reunion actually had a lower ratings than the premiere, and that's usually something that's not good. Andy says that they pay attention to all numbers, not just live, but the live is really what matters because that's how many people are tuning in. I don't really know, you know, it doesn't really have anything to do with the day of the week or the time of day. I mean, I do think that nine o'clock for Housewives shows can be a little late, but that's just my opinion. Um, I've 
always said in regards to casting that I think it's really hard to tell with just like one season. With Orange County, I feel like we've just been so across the board for so many different years now. I mean, like we just keep changing and getting rid of people. And it's like, you know, I can't get invested into these new housewives if you don't give them the opportunity to shine a little bit. Um, give them one more season. If it's not good, then then move on. But as a viewer, I just think it's really hard for us to get invested in these people and then they just go away. I started to get invested in Elizabeth. I thought she was a great housewife and then they fired her. Um, obviously, Kelly wore her time out and Bronwyn we were kind of just over after two seasons. I really think that they should give them at least two to three seasons because we need to know if we really, really like them and what they're bringing to the show. It's kind of hard on their first season because we don't really know that much about them and we're trying to follow their stories personal and in the group. So... I do think that Orange County could benefit from some consistency in the casting. Um, if I had to take off anybody on this current cast, honestly, I think Noella is um, is going to be good TV. It's just going to take a little bit. And I don't see anything wrong with Jennifer so far. Um, I don't really think that Shannon is that interesting anymore. I mean... She, she made me laugh this week and last week, but um, I really don't think that her personal story is that interesting anymore. And um, I've said this before, but I thought that, you know, without Tamara and Vicky, I just didn't really think that she was that interesting. I mean, the three of them really got along and had like a neat dynamic, but um, that just didn't go well. So um, I don't really know what I would do to like switch up the casting with them. But um, I really think the consistency is the key at this point. I've also heard rumors about Megan, um, Megan King. If you guys remember her, she was married to Jim a couple seasons ago. She was very young and now she has twins. Um, that would be an interesting person to bring back. But I did hear that she actually was in the casting process for last year and did not make it through again. So I, I don't know what they're looking for. It's just kind of... The, the age thing is a little skewed for me. I think that the housewives benefit, like the shows benefit from, from the ladies all being in similar age ranges. And I think it's kind of odd when you have somebody like Noella working with, you know, somebody like Heather or whatever. Like, you know, she's got young children and then Heather's got older children. I, I don't know. It's just kind of odd. And then you got Shannon in there who's, you know, up there. So it's definitely interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with OC moving forward. It's going to really depend on how the reunion goes. So closing off this week with Salt Lake City, just one quick thing to share with you guys. Meredith shared proof on her Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, it's just her social media that her father's memorial did take place. She took to Twitter here. Let me find this uh, to shut down claims that she faked her dad's memorial and share proof that the event did occur in Aspen. She said in a tweet, repulsive as it is, some are still commenting that I faked a memorial. I am not the fake of the group. I answered the question the first night asked at the white party. I went to Aspen on March 28th had the memorial on March 29th and left for Vail that evening. Receipt below for my hotel. And she had this um, little booking.com thing that um, did in fact show the right date. She added, for those of you who have kindly expressed your condolences for my loss, thank you for your kindness and compassion. Um, she also, well, meanwhile, Lisa claimed that she wasn't mic'd during her infamous rant um, from a couple weeks ago. Uh, in the hot mic moment, Lisa slammed 
Uh, Meredith, we all know what she said. It was basically saying that she fucked half of New York. After seeing the moment air on Bravo, fans did question why Lisa tossed her mic while in the bathroom ranting about Meredith. She, um, the account Be There in Five shared on their Instagram stories. Can anyone help me understand if this mic toss means Lisa Barlow thought her mic was off or was it left on for this rant? And Lisa claimed that her mic was on during her rant, quickly um, made its way around social media and caught Meredith's attention. She called BS on Lisa's claim, saying that for those of you who are not familiar with a boom, please see below pick. It requires someone to hold it. If it was outside the door, we would have seen it, and in the room, she would have. Hashtag stop the lies. Um, yeah, that's a whole separate issue. I don't understand why Meredith couldn't just... I mean, I, I do get it that it's kind of sensitive, but the date was being, you know, thrown around like it was just all across the board. Like it just there was no clear date. So I don't remember there ever being a clear date. So I don't know how we were supposed to know all that. So it was kind of just like, oh, my God, just say the fucking date because we're just getting confused at this point. So I'm kind of glad that she cleared this up. But it's also like I get that she's frustrated. But at the same time, you know. We didn't hear the date, sis, so, you know, that's what it is. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of the Ultimate Breakdown. I hope you enjoyed it. It's pretty short week this week. There wasn't a lot going on. Um, there's uh, filming still happening, so here is your Flash filming update. Real Housewives of Atlanta is currently still filming. Beverly Hills is currently still filming. Miami is still airing. Um, I'm sorry, it's still streaming on Peacock. We're nearing the end of the season, I believe. I think we have about three episodes left. New Jersey is airing on Tuesdays. It's back and we love it. New York is still on hiatus. Orange County is airing on Wednesdays. Potomac, I have not heard any updates so far. And Salt Lake City is still airing on Sundays. Next week will be the finale. Um, and it is going to be pretty epic. So everyone stay tuned for that. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. If you have any news to share, feel free to message me so I can talk about all your favorite tea. Follow me on Instagram at Housewives Happy Hour with AJ for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.